This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the Clutter Chronicles podcast, one woman's journey through stuff. This is a serial podcast about a recovering hoarder named Mary who lets me ask her anything I want about her struggle. She is honest and brave every single conversation. Mary is sharing her story in the hope that it will help others, so please help us get the word out. As we all know, nothing beats a personal recommendation. You can also support our efforts by becoming a patron of the show on a website called patreon.com. Once there, search for Clutter Chronicles and you can see the levels of support you can choose from. Here's a huge thank you to all of our past and current patrons. Last time we talked, Mary talked about her relationship to clothing, how it was starting to shift, and how she was poised to start letting go of new treasures. In today's conversation, Mary shares a very sad story, and it's giving her new perspective and motivating her like never before. Back in my studio, continuing our chatting, and um, good to have you here. It's been so long, and I'm loving catching up with you. It's always interesting. Um, so thank you. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. You last left us off with being ready to tell a story about your mom, I think. Mm-hmm. I had asked about whether the 9-11, the anniversary of her death and her birthday that trifecta had um, shown up for you this month, since we're talking in the month of September. And you said it was an interesting story. Yes. So. Okay, well. Okay, so it's been 10 years this September that my mom has passed. And every year I kind of, it sounds really strange, but I kind of look forward to the trifecta. In the beginning, I didn't. Before, it was really tough. But I've become, you know, very at peace with her passing. And um, during the week prior, because um, I knew it was coming, I was kind of preparing for it. And I thought we a family would get together and it, things fell apart. And um, as the days came closer and closer... Um, I started having anxiety and I couldn't figure out why I was having this anxiety. And I was like, you know, it's really no big deal. I'm at peace with mom's passing and it's okay. And, um, Sunday was her birthday. And so, um, uh, I was kind of on this role of getting rid of magazines. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just stay home and get rid of magazines, you know, just go through these piles and get rid of stuff. I really feel like I've got to get this crap done, you know, summer it's almost over. And, and my husband's like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go visit her at the grave? Do you want to take your dad? Do you want to just take the dogs? We can't take all of them. You know, what do you want to do? And I couldn't make up my mind. And he, he finally comes up to me and says, we're to the point where if we don't go now, we can't go. You know, he's trying to guide me. And finally I said, okay, I'll call dad and we'll see if he wants to go. Sure enough, he does. So we go pick him up and we go. And it was peaceful and it was a beautiful day and it was nice. And we, you know, visited for a while. And I can't remember the order of this, but 
later, I think he and I took the dogs for a walk. And while we're on the walk, I mentioned my friend and I explained that um, I need to call her and that I've been worried about her and I'm afraid to call her. And I don't know um, what she's been up to. And I just get this sense that she's up to something and, um, or maybe, I don't know. I just get this bad sense and therefore I'm afraid to call her because I don't know what it is. It's just kind of this bad feeling. And the day progresses and the anxiety gets worse. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I'm supposed to post something about my mom on Facebook. And so I did just in honor. Because I think something came up as a memory and I just reposted it. And then people were just flooding in, just being so sweet, you know. And that's not, I really wasn't, I wasn't having a problem about my mom. And the next morning, I woke up and I was thinking about her again. And I got this great idea. Why don't I at least check her Facebook page and see what she's up to? And so I search her name. And a caring bridge mm. comes up. And I I couldn't believe it. And I and I look at it and um she was in a a really bad car accident like um two or three days before. Mm. And all I could think of is you are such an idiot, Mary. You should have called her and you know, this is your friend that needed you and you should have called her and what did, what have you been doing? You're just doing your own crap. And, and there's, you hear about people who are in, um, afterlife situations where they died and come back or people who've been in comas and there's people who've been in comas or in on the operating table where the doctor has prayed for them with their, in their mind, they haven't said it out loud and they can hear the prayer. Or the people who have died and come back, they can hear the prayers while they're dead part before they come back. And I just had this feeling that she could hear my prayers Mm. while she was on this ventilator. And I felt like anything I was thinking, she was hearing. And I, I don't think it works that way, but for some reason that's how I felt. And I was just begging her to make it through. I was begging. I, I just couldn't believe that this happened and I just thought she'll be fine. You know, she might need some help, and I'll help her, but she'll be fine. And um, it turned out that she had so much brain damage that they had to let her go. Mm. And the reason it, it hurts so bad is this is a friend that I've known since I was just a child. She's the first person I met when we moved here when I was five, and she was my neighbor, and we were best friends when we were growing up. And we just rekindled our friendship in the last uh, five, six years, and... She she had problems with stuff, too. And it blew my mind how similar um, we had problems with stuff. You know, the, and even though we hadn't seen each other for years, we could see eye to eye on these things. Mm-hmm. And um, for many, for at least a week, two weeks, I beat myself up about her and what... what the lesson I was learning is number one, if someone pops in your mind, you're supposed to pray for them, period. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't care what anyone thinks. 
It's what you're supposed to do. And I would have felt a ton better had I done that. And I didn't. I thought when she was coming to mind, it was something I was being asked to do. You know, like I needed to call her or whatever, which is good to do. And I was turning it on me. I was making it my problem when she's the one that was dying. And then I started thinking about um, some of the stuff she endured and thinking about her family going through her stuff and thinking about the things that she cherished that they're not going to cherish. And I was thinking how short life is and what is the one thing that kept me from visiting her? Now she's two, she was two and a half hours away is my stuff. And has, what has been my point in this whole journey is trying to be more available for others. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was a hard, Mm -hmm. hard lesson. So Mm -hmm. it's taken me, um, I mean, I'm a lot better now, but it's taken me a couple of weeks to get over this because I, it, I almost, it was almost harder to take than my mom's death. I don't know how to explain this, but it's different. Mm. And it's just because, um, when my mom died, um, she wasn't my mom anymore. She was, she had memory issues. She was in so much pain. She wasn't going to get better, you mm-hmm. know, but this was so sudden. And, um, I also equate her with, um, like, in she's kind of in the same arena as my mom. She knew my mom. She would um, comment on Facebook that your mom would love that or something. Mm. She knew my mom, mm-hmm. and there's a comfort in that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's been so surreal that, you know, you just take people for granted. And, and, and I just, I've just been so mad, but at myself. But then I realized that I wouldn't have learned this lesson if I hadn't lived it, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like I would have known all these things ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And my mother-in-law says to me, you know, Mary, she's not affected by that anymore, you know? And all she sees from there, she knows the truth now. She knows everything now. Mm -hmm. And it it was just, uh, it it was kind of like um, a big, a big blow to start over. And so, um, one of the things that we shared a love, a love for, it's a long um, inside joke, are sewing machines. It's a long story. But when I was taking Penny for a walk one day, someone had a sewing machine free outside their drive. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. You know, it was mm. kind of like she was saying hello. Oh, it just says this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, it, so I realized that this anxiety that I was feeling was not about my mom. It was about her, and it just and she she died um, on the twelfth. So now the trifecta has, has spread. Mm. And and what's interesting is there's been other deaths, family, friends, and stuff. This has kind of become all of September. It's really been a, a weird September. I didn't realize how many anniversaries were on certain days, and I could plot it out from from probably the sixth on and the sixth is when she had her accident. Mm. So it just changes the whole, uh, September thing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But what I've been doing lately and since then, obviously is, um, is this something worth missing someone like Lisa for? No, dump it. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of heavy Mm. but it's kind of like 
um, it's almost like she's helping me. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm so sorry to hear yeah. about that. Yeah, that's tragic. It's pretty awful. And how cool that you're feeling her presence in a way mm-hmm. that's helping you. Oh, that's neat. That's really neat. I don't think it's any coincidence that it happened around the time my mom died. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's there's something bigger going on there that I'll, I might not ever understand. But mm-hmm. she really loved my mom, and my mom really loved her. And mm-hmm. um, one of my f- mom's favorite things in life were ducks, and Lisa always talked about ducks. And part of it is because she knew how much we loved them. You know, it was kind of... She's very much family, mm-hmm. you know, and... So there was just something comforting about her. And for the many days, I could hear her voice in my head. And mm-hmm. I, I I, don't know how many people I could say I, you know, could. it was clear. Hmm. You know, very clear. And my brother had even commented. He says, I can't believe she's gone. I can still hear you guys laughing down the street, you know. Mm. <laughs> wow, she sounds like a neat woman. Yeah, she's a really neat woman. So anyway, it, it really... But it really knocks you into shape on understanding what's important mm-hmm. and just the, the stupidity of things that I, I've worried about in the past. And I know this could pass, and eventually I could get caught in stupidity again. I mean, you know, caught in the same. But I'm trying to I'm trying to honor her mm-hmm. by saying enough of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would be an amazing accomplishment to keep her in your mind as you're going through mm-hmm. this and and yeah, and honor what she is trying to convey mm-hmm. from her new vantage point. Yeah. It it's 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 almost um I don't know how to explain it, but it's um it's so real mm, her presence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and just the the lesson mm-hmm. the lesson's almost in 3d i mean it's like oh. it's right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can visualize that one mm-hmm. huh mm-hmm. yes oh and it's 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 kind of like just think of anything we've done as a child where we don't listen to our parents and then we realize why they told us no, like just burning ourselves on the stove. You wish you hadn't done that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. clear now. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, it's, it's been a huge lesson. Mm. So anyway, <laughs> so to you, Lisa, mm-hmm. we salute you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting because uh, in the mornings, um, I mean, I went through like an instant depression. Like it was like, I mean, I have that. It's kind of like you have muscle memory. You know, I have the depression memory. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't take much to just throw me in that. Mm -hmm. And my husband was worried about me. My friends were worried about me. And I was just for at least two days just deep and um what i kept thinking about is you're supposed to do whatever in front of you so if you're in the kitchen and the 
dishes need to be done, just do them, you know? Like, because you don't know where to start, you don't know what to do. Everything just seems so useless. And um, then I realized that, you know, often I will wake up late, later than I should, and then try to cram all the stuff I'm supposed to do and get somewhere on time. And then what am I missing that was in front of me in mm. that time? And so there's there's wisdom in getting up at a particular time early enough so you can address what's in front of you. And um, the other thing that was a, a lesson is that we need to be prepared. And what I mean by that is um, you think of this story as a red herring, but in actuality this is life, and there's always things like this that come up. And so it's best to be prepared, like eat well, sleep well, take care of yourself so you're prepared and present. And this nonsense of hoarding is the antithesis of that. Mm. So it's kind of like a repulsion I've been feeling. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's it's woken me up mm. a lot. So again, I... I I don't know how to describe it other than it's it's earth-shaking, life-changing. Mm-hmm. Well, that that will probably play itself out mm-hmm. down the road in ways that you, you can't even anticipate right now, mm-hmm. but it certainly seems like it's impacted you right now, mm-hmm. certainly emotionally and seeing perspective, which always helps mm-hmm. when we have a perspective shift. Right. Um, and I, I hope that you can use that for good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gotta be because this is it's bad shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just, it's just, it it is what, um, it's kind of like, it's sounds strange, but it's, it's added fuel to the fire kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I love that you saw a sewing machine on the side <laughs> of the road. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Yes. It was, it was just, it, and it, and it was just for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these people aren't people that usually have stuff outside their driveway mm. or anything. I've heard lots of those kind of stories over the years from people, how unique, strange things show up and you just, you just know, you just know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She used to call me Mary, Mary, oh. <laughs> Mary, Mary. So it was kind of one of those. Mary, mm-hmm. Mary. Good. Well, oh, that was, that's sad. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Um, anything else that has transpired in the last few months that we can... And on a good note? Well, <laughs> I don't need to manufacture cheer Wait. here. Is there anything else that we need to oh, cover? I... Well, um, one thing I was going to say also, um, I've been learning about um, passions. Like um, a good example is, you know, eating every donut you see. You know, that would be following your passion instead of having um, discipline. And um, I would say the core... uh, lesson I'm learning is 
my lack of discipline. And there's been days where I, I would say every day I have to go to my holy yoga, I fight it. I hate it. I hate fight, fighting it, but I hate going. I don't want to get up. Mornings are my favorite. I like to get up and um, maybe throw a load of laundry, you know, load of laundry in, um, just hang out and get prepared for the day. And it's early in the morning, so I have to get up and go to the class. What time is the class? Um, one one day it's at 8 and one's at 9.30. So it's not early, early. But the walks with my dog have gotten later and later because the sun's, you know, it's darker. Tells, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I go till quarter to 7. So I'm trying to condense it all in. And um, the other day I... Um, this is what usually happens. I'll go to bed and I'll say, I even say, <laughs> I say to my husband, I'm not going to yoga tomorrow. I don't want to go. I'm not taking Penny for a walk either. I'm just going to sleep in. <laughs> I always have resolve at night. It's the morning that oh, I really? think, oh, oh, wait a second. <laughs> I want to rethink that. <laughs> I'm, I'm backwards. And then in the morning, Penny gives me the little look. Aren't you going to take me for a walk? And she makes me feel so bad. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I'll take her for a walk. And then I'll be like, well, I'm not, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to this class. And then I'll realize that this is a passion. My passion is to stay home. And where did that get me? Especially with my depression. The opposite is to be out with the community. And I can't trust my passions. So, um, I'm not saying there's aren't time, there aren't times where I should, you know, be good to myself and pamper myself, but this is one that I pretty much can guarantee is the wrong idea to stay home and I need the exercise and look what the exercise has done for me, mm-hmm. but I battle it every day. And it's so funny because when I come in, uh, she'll say, Carolyn, the trainer, she'll say, thanks for making it to your mats. And I'll be saying, you don't know the kind of battle I had coming in, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad I I get there. But I would say uh, my focus has been um, it's resistance. And so with the clarity that I'm learning from life is short and also the realizing my own demons between the two. I'm hoping that the next recording we have is going to be a phenomenal change. Mm. Phenomenal. Because I'm already doing some phenomenal things in, mm-hmm. in, in my world, not anyone else's, but for me. And I just I just want this to be done. Mm. And if it weren't for these recordings, there is no way I'd be where I am. Mm. So they've really kept me on track. Good. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure, <laughs> truly. So when do we want to talk again? What would be a marker of of progress for you? Maybe maybe we should do like a month, month and a half. Okay. Before Christmas. All right. So November? Yeah, a month and a half. We'll, we'll think more in terms of months than actual dates. Okay. Um, okay. 
Very and good. we we do check in, mm-hmm. text usually. We don't talk too much because I always think, oh, we could be recording, right. and so we we text, we talk so. cryptic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you can check in with me as as we do on mm-hmm. on how things are going and what has spiked and what would make sense to talk again because. Um, it, it feels like you are you are nearing the finish line. This has definitely been a marathon, mm-hmm. and I don't know what mile we're at of the twenty-six miles. I'm getting the miles, second wind, though. but um, <laughs> you're over halfway. Yes, yeah. Finish line seems to be. I don't know. I'm not going to take this metaphor too far, but <laughs> um, yeah, we know that we're not going to be talking for episodes and episodes mm-hmm. and episodes from mm-hmm. here on out because mm-hmm. you're getting close and. Um, and we want to hear the big evolutions now. Right. Right. So, well, always fun. Love having you here. Always interesting. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Next time. Okay. ends today's chronicle. Hearing about Lisa is another reminder that life is short. It's so easy to take people and situations for granted. I'm glad Mary was able to come out of her depression tendency and is looking forward to making, in her words, phenomenal change and to be done with this nonsense. Thanks so much to my brother Michael for sharing his gorgeous music and thanks to you, our listeners who are cheering Mary on. We love hearing from you. You can find us on Facebook, and I promise I will not clutter up your newsfeed. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles.